0: assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh welcome everyone to episode number 122 from delving into islam podcast this is your host Wael. and it is a blessing from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and a privilege that i'm able to talk to you about the religion of islam and that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is allowing me to share my knowledge with you thank you so much for listening and participating and sending in all your questions and suggestions and speaking of which, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delvingintoislam at gmail.com. Again, islam at gmail.com. And I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Uh, now, this podcast is for anyone, whether you are remotely curious about the religion of Islam or if you're thinking, you know, about becoming a Muslim or if you just became a Muslim or if you've been a Muslim all of your life and want to learn more about Islam, this podcast is for you, inshallah. Also, you know, for those of you who, uh, you know, uh, care about, you know, when the episodes will come out, you know, all the breaks, all the dates, and all these things, and when are we going to start, inshallah, the next season, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at withwa'il, again, withwa'il. Uh, now with that being said, let's get right into today's topic And today's topic is, this is it, this is the season finale You know, uh, this is the final episode of, of the 5th season of Delving Into Islam uh, It's going to be very intense, I'm just giving you a heads up uh, And inshallah we will take a break And uh, after the break we will resume to, you know, uh, season 6 Inshallah, uh, in, in in next year inshallah we will Pick up where we left, uh, you know, uh, this season, and, and today's topic actually we're talking about something that's very uh, um, the, actually it's mentioned in all the the religions, uh, which is the final war on Earth or the greatest war or even uh, you know in, in in the Bible it's called the Armageddon. For those of you who are familiar with the Bible, it's called the Armageddon, uh, and uh, yeah. Before we actually talk about the events of, of of this war and what will happen and what will cause this war to take place, I have a disclaimer, and 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 I believe this is very important for you know for me to you know let you guys know whoever is listening, because some people might misinterpret what we will say today and what we will talk about today, and they will take it as let's prepare for war now. Because that's not the case, okay? That's not the case at all. Um, what we will talk about is something that's mentioned, like I said, in all religions, all the Abrahamic religions. The Judaism in the Old Testament, it's mentioned, and in, in the Bible, like I said, it's mentioned. In in our book, it's mentioned. Now there are, of course, every religion has their own version of it. I get that, but of course, we believe that our religion has the actual. Actual, not the most accurate The actual events that will take place Are coming, to, you know, to us from the Prophet And, uh, you know, ultimately from Allah ﷻ. But my point is Do not, this will be some sort of a tension uh, A religious war between religions And do not think for a second that You know, when you learn about these, uh, you know, events uh, And you find out what happens You're going to have Don't, like, have some sort of, like Don't look at non-Muslims differently now I know that this is a minority of people who are really like you know willing, will, willing to fight. They want to go to war right now. Yeah, it's a very minor sects uh, in Islam. But however, my point is, do not think that this is an invitation to prepare for war because that's not. Actually, if you do that, you are contradicting the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ and you're contradicting verses in the Qur'an. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not forbid you from being good and kind and fair to non-Muslims who do not fight you in your religion. So for you to go now and look at non-Muslims and be like, yeah, there's war coming and and again, I know that this is the, the, the very minority of people, but I have to address that minority as well, and you know the rest of the Muslims uh, to make to just make a clear understanding of what is meant by talking about today's you know events. Because the Prophet himself, you know, he knew about. It. He's the one who delivered th- this information to us. He dealt with a lot of non-Muslims. Do you understand? He was fine with them. It was peaceful with them. You know, again, with with many non-Muslims, companions dealt with non-Muslims. If, because if that's the case, then they would have had animosity just for them being non-Muslims. Do you understand? They would have, yes, they preached Islam, they invited people to Islam. That that all took place, but there was harmony. You know, they had peace treaties with non-Muslims. Do you think that because of that, they said, oh, we have to like fight you guys now because in the future there will be a war that will happen? Listen, the whole crusades with, you know, with, 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 with Palestine and Jerusalem and all these things, there was religious wars that already took place and it will come back. You know, this will happen again under what we will talk about today. We will cover that in, in today's topic. But again, my point is that should not let you think of non-Muslims who are peaceful to you, who are being good to you, who are even being neutral. They don't have to be peaceful or good to you. They're just being neutral, you know. Don't, don't treat them differently. Be the perfect muslim you know be as good as you can just try your best to live in harmony and peace allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that the prophet told us that so do not come and you know start like igniting issues and, and problems this is like i said this is not something that only islam talks about this battle it again armageddon is not even a, an islamic term it's not this is a, a christian term this is like in the bible the word Armageddon, but it talks about the, these kinds of war, and we'll talk about that in, in, you know, in a second. But my point is, do not get too warmed up by it. Do not get too fired up by it. Just, you know, this is something that will happen in the future. We don't know when exactly. We know what will cause it. We'll talk about that. But we do not know when exactly it will, you know, will it happen. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala gave us hints that okay, there are signs. There are certain things that will take place, and then these things will take will happen and will occur. But don't, don't try to uh, rush, like I said in, in the last episode, don't try to rush in the day of judgment. Don't try to rush in the, the signs of the day of judgment. Allah won't cater to your desires and needs of, you know, wanting war or wanting things to end. Allah has everything, will, you know, organized. Uh, Allah has everything destined. Allah has everything. It's No one will force Allah. So don't try. And I, I get it. People who sometimes do that, they don't think that they're forcing Allah, but they're trying to do something that Allah didn't, you know, will for it to happen yet. So again, do, do not let the, the the tension, the the fact that there's there will be tension between the, you know, between the Abrahamic religions and, and so forth that will happen in the future affect your mentality now because if it does, then you're not following the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. I just wanted to give that make that clear and give that disclaimer. Uh, so you know, for those of you who might misunderstand or might take the information and then start to get you know warmed up or whatever, no, don't do that. It's actually un-Islamic to do that. Uh, so just listen to what the Prophet told us, listen to what the Quran told us, because Allah is telling us so we are prepared for certain things to happen. Now, for us to start, you know, again at the end of the day, you know what? If you know that the Day of Judgment is coming, for those that good, for those people who are trying to like you know, let's do things now. It's better for you to get prepared for the Day of Judgment. Forget about politics. Forget about religious wars. How about you prepare for the Day of Judgment? You know, that will be even more beneficial to you. The other, you know, trying to start a war now won't be beneficial to you. And again, you will be going against the Quran and the Sunnah. So now, with that being said and with that disclaimer being, you know, I just wanted to put that out there first. I want to tell you about, like, first of all, what is Armageddon for those of you who don't know? Armageddon is actually, uh, like I said, it's a term in, in, in the Bible. The Prophet actually called that war that we will talk about today the greatest war of all time. Al Malhamatul Kubra. The Prophet called it the greatest war of all time. Imagine the, 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 you know, the First World War, the Second World War, all of these are nothing compared to what we will talk about. And it, technically, it is the final and the last global or world war that will ever take place on earth uh there will be a, a battle you know like minor battles here and there after this war like there will be battles but that concept of a war a global war that will be the final war um now the word armageddon for those of you who don't know the origins of the word actually coming from the word harmagidu harmagidu is actually a hebrew kind of word so har in 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 hebrew means hill and megiddo is actually a mountain in palestine so har megiddo they believe that this war will take place in har megiddo the hill of megiddo Uh, this is again not an islamic term but there's nothing wrong with you know saying okay it's called armageddon based on other faiths and whatever we don't care it's it's not contradicting to islam to call it the armageddon right But we, again, our definition is Al Malhamatul Kubra, the greatest war of all time. Uh, uh, It's going to be a tragic war. It's going to be very difficult and very harsh and very not easy. I mean, war is not something that's simple. War is not something that anyone should seek. But if it happens, what are you going to do? It will happen. Now, um, here's something, and you guys know by now, I don't talk politics at all not because uh you know of anything I just don't don't understand politics that much I have my own views and opinions and like I said every sect of of, of this whole political strec- uh, spectrum I have common things with them and I have things that I totally reject from every sect right uh so I don't talk politics this is not a political you know podcast this is a purely religious podcast to tell people what islam is and try to make people better people by preparing them for stuff like what i'm about to tell you like you know the 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 signs of the day of judgment the actual day of judgment that's that's the goal here there's no politics involved uh sometimes when we battle politics when we battle trends when we battle modern society this is not us being political in any way shape or form if it contradicts our religion we're going to speak up and we're going to talk about it with all the respectful ways But this is not a political. We do not have any, uh, you know. We don't talk politics. Just my point. But there are, like, again, certain things that are worthy of mentioning that we have to mention, so we can understand the mentality of other people. It's 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 a very Islamic thing to do to understand the other you know, side of things, you have to understand their beliefs. You have to understand what they're, you know, like, and I said, I, I remember when, when we were talking about the the episode of educating, how to educate people on Islam, the, which was, I believe, a, a couple episodes ago, a recent episode, uh, I said what, you have to understand, like, if you're talking to a Christian, you have to read about Christianity. You have to read about Judaism. You have to read about Hinduism. Just read, because if you're trying to preach Islam or educate people on Islam that are coming from a different faith, you have to understand that faith. It makes you. You, know, you have to be intelligent. You have to be smart. You know, not scheming or not trying to trick them. No, but to be to, to be because they have other beliefs, right? So you have to engage in a, in a logical, smart conversation by understanding the the other the other side, basically. And that's what we're talking about today. So for those of you who don't know about the evangelical sect of Christianity, they are being called the. And again, they are. Uh, the most of the far right in the in our political climate is there are evangelicals, and and again we're not talking about that side. We don't care about the politics, but evangelicals in general. If you look, if you look at the Christians in general, uh, evangelicals are the most uh, sect of Christianity that have no love. They have no love for Muslims, uh, theologically. Uh, they consider Muslims are the enemy, believe it or not. I, again, the, that's not me. Look it up. This is all online. These are facts. These are not. This is not my opinion or the scholars, the Muslim scholars' opinions. These are facts. They have problems with Muslims the most. We're not saying all of them are one to harm us or all of them, but th- th- their theology. We're talking about their actual theology. Now, uh, Christianity in general, they did not know Islam right I mean, we're talking about because Christianity came before Islam that's why they don't believe in Islam or they don't believe same thing that the Jews don't believe in Jesus Christ because again to them their 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 book ended there right there's no Jesus Christ in their in the in the, in, in their torah for example uh, so but they have in, in their theology uh, a figure of enemies and people that they have to use or uh, you know that they will fight against and, and all these things. And to them, they basically modern theology in, in, in the evangelical theology, they now perceive us as that enemy that the Bible was talking about or the book was talking about. Now, what I'm about to tell you is very, very interesting. Look at this. The evangelicals, uh, they uh, actually are ca- kind of allies to uh, the Jews, especially the Jews of of of, of uh, Palestine, which is what you call them today, Israelis, right? From Israel, and there's a reason for it, because in their theology, look at this, they believe that that Jesus Christ will come back uh, in in Palestine, and Jesus Christ will need the Jews to be there, right? At f- number one, to uh, help against the Antichrist. So they believe that there will be war between, by the way, this, this is actually true. There will be war between Jesus Christ. We're going to get to that, inshallah, in the next season. Right away, we're going to jump into these big topics. Uh, but there will be a battle. That's what I call by a mini battle. Not like a, a war war. It will be a battle between Jesus Christ and, and the believers against the Antichrist and the disbelievers, those who will follow the Antichrist. So the evangelicals believe in that, that that same battle. However, they have different roles for the people, the believers. They believe that the believers will be the Jews and them. And they believe that Antichrist will have on his side the Muslims as the enemies. So. We will be following the Antichrist based on evangelical uh, theology, right? Now, when they both fight, they believe that the Jews will help killing uh, the Muslims and the Antichrist. And when, the, when this is all done, look at this, how messed up this whole like, plot is. Jesus Christ will turn to the Jews and will kill all of them because they betrayed him. You know, we know the story of the crucifixion, and 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 even you know they they believe that the Jews betrayed him and, and so forth. So he was going to turn around and he's going to kill all of the Jews. And once he kills all of the all the Jews, now the Christians or the evangelicals in specific will be the chosen ones, and they will be the ones that will honor Jesus Christ. That's actually how they. This is again. This is not my interpretation. This is public knowledge. But here's what's really interesting about this: the, the the Jews, the they know what the evangelicals are doing. They 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 know what they're plotting. Because again, it's like I said, it's public knowledge. And there was actually a conversation between, uh, you know, one of the Jewish rabbis and one of the Muslim scholars when they actually asked them about: Do you guys believe that the, the evangelicals they want you to get, they want to get you to Palestine? a.k.a. quote-unquote Israel, right, today, in today's world. And the reason why they are helping you to build a country or a, a government there or a home, to have a home there, is because they believe that you have to be there. This is the whole, by the way, that's why many countries in the West are supporting Israel to build their country in Palestine because they want them to be there when Jesus Christ comes to fulfill the prophecy of, you know, the war against the Antichrist and so forth. So this is... If, if this is not news for you guys, so now I'm telling you this, and I'm you know this is you can look it up online. This is not a, again a speculation. Now the, the the Jews they know that again, like I said, it's they know that. And then when the Muslim scholar asked the the Jewish person, uh, Jewish rabbi, this, he said, you know what? They believe in what they believe in. We believe in what they be, what we believe in. Let them help us get there, and then you know none of the other uh, because the Jews don't believe that any of this will happen, right? So they said, let us, we're going to take what we can from them. Okay, they want to help us get there. We're going to get there. That's good. Thank you guys so much because they believe that none of the, the, the coming back of Jesus or the war that will take place, they don't believe any of this will happen. So to them, the Jews are like, you're helping us based on your belief that we do not believe in? Wonderful. Thank you so much. Help us as much as you can, and we'll take all the help we can get. It's very interesting, right? So they both know it's just a very weird relationship. Imagine, I know I'm trying to help you out and I'm pretending to be your friend. but deep down inside, I know that I'm, I'm leading you to your demise. This is based on the evangelical theology. We're not saying that this what will, will happen. That's not what will happen actually. But again, that you know we we, believe, we we will help you, build your, your government there or your country there, but we're only doing this so later on you will be sacrificed. You know, Jesus Christ will come and he will murder you. Can you imagine? And then the other side of this relationship is like, yeah, help us. Yes, we we, we want to, you know, we're going to help you out. We're going to fight the, you know, the enemies and, and whatever. Don't worry, we got you. But then once they get there, they get what you want. And they don't believe in even that this will ever take place. We're talking about the Jewish people here. It's very interesting, you know, that they both... Have their own agendas when it comes to this uh, interesting relationship, but yeah. So apparently we are the enemies based on you know uh, many of again not all of them. Uh, I know that there are some evangelical, but they are the hard the most hardcore against Muslims because of this uh, prediction or this you know prophecy fulfillment talking about you know in in their theology. So this is something that you guys probably you know again I, I when I found out about this I was I was I was floored. I was I had to look it up and do a lot of research online and it is all true there's no debate about it but anyway so that is that is that so now we believe and and this is from our perspective that first of all armageddon quote-unquote armageddon which is the greatest war in our or the last war on earth if you want to call it this will take place without even jesus christ descending from the heavens we believe that jesus christ be upon him uh, isa is in 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 the heavens And he will descend, Allah will send him back on earth, but not even like the Armageddon will will, will begin and it will end before Jesus Christ comes to earth, by the way. So there is a big difference now in our version of the Armageddon uh, against their their version. So uh, Jesus Christ won't be there at all during that battle at all the battle will literally end and they have like the, the again they, their theology shifted things like the antichrist or, or the dajjal what we call the dajjal in, in, in arabic which is the arabic name for technically the antichrist uh will be uh will come but he will come after the arm the armageddon is finished he's not even gonna the, the, the antichrist won't even witness the armageddon but again there is different uh interpretation of 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 this whole battle Inshallah, we'll give you the authentic one, the one that will definitely take place because this is coming from all the authentic sources in Islam. So yeah, let's let's talk about what will happen exactly, uh, you know, in, in in this in this battle. Now, something uh, we ended our last uh, episode by saying that there will be a common enemy. There will be an enemy that will show up in the lands of Shem. Right in, in Syria, in in Lebanon, that that's these are the lands of Palestine and and Jordan. These are the four countries that form the region of Hashem So there will be an enemy that will appear there. Now we don't know what who is that enemy. Who are those people? What is this army? Or what if you know? We don't know anything about the enemy. The Prophet said, "An enemy, literally, an enemy for you, and also that enemy will be an enemy against the Western. Christians, which is uh, the Prophet ﷺ always called them as the Romans. So back in the day, uh, the Prophet ﷺ, when he, whenever he would call the, the the Western Christians, he would call them the Romans, right? The Romans is a ter- an Islamic term for the Christians of the West, M- meaning you know America, Europe, all these countries. Uh, so the the, the 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 Christians of the West will have the same enemy, and that will lead to now we have the Mahdi. At the moment, is establishing his government, right? The Mahdi is the leader, the pure leader of the Muslims, the final. Uh, leader of the Muslims in our lifetime and he actually not the final there will be someone who will come after but we'll talk about that in a second but he is the ultimate basically savior that will save the Muslims from the pure injustices and all these things and he will be from the descent of the Prophet Sallallahu we mentioned the whole episode last time was about Al-Mahdi and he will be from the descent of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he you know will establish a, a just fair government a Khilafah Successorship Actually it's not even going to be Called a government A khilafah uh, But we call it a Let's call it Like a a Muslim uh, You know Government Uh, Let's call it that No no problem with that And he will uh, You know Establish that And uh, you know Spreading fairness And justice Across the Muslim lands Like we said There will be Plenty Allah will bless him And his government With plenty of wealth Plenty of wealth Muslims won't need Even you know Money SubhanAllah So during this time This enemy will appear And the Muslims will go to war uh, uh, and the the Western civilization or the Western Christians will go to war with the same enemy. That will cause an alliance between the Christians of the West and the Muslim uh, now country or, you know, because it's now became one country. So basically there will be some sort of an alliance. So uh, like any war. There is an alliance, and there is, you know, enemies, right? So, uh, like, you know, the, the uh, Italians and 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 the Americans and the British and the Fra- French—they all allied against, you know, uh, Germany, Japan, and all these, you know. So there will will be alliances now, but we know that there will be one massive enemy, a dangerous enemy, of course, because imagine you have not—we're not talking about one country from the West. We're talking about the Christians of the West. That means multiple countries will participate in this war or this battle. Now we don't know how long that war will take. We, we don't know even what are the reasons. Why will the Muslims fight? Why is, is that enemy an enemy in the first place? You know why uh, uh, you know the Christians will get involved in the West? Something must you know will happen. Now there will be a battle. That battle will end. With uh, not all the Muslims will participate in a battle, and not all the the Christians will participate in the battle. There will be like a, if you want to say like a a, a mini army from the Muslims uh, w- uh, with a mini army from the Christians going against that common enemy. They will actually win. The Prophet told us they will win. Fataqlibun, meaning you will conquer or you will beat that enemy together. The the Muslims with the, the, the Christians the Romans I'm just gonna call them the Romans for the sake of simplicity. Now it's worthy to mention something very very interesting before we move on with the events that technology is seemed to be missing from the narrations of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now some might say well maybe because he did not witness technology so he doesn't know how to describe it. Maybe, but then the Prophet ﷺ himself was speaking about horses and swords, fighting with horses and swords. Yeah, that is actually mentioned. So the Prophet ﷺ maybe could say, well, they went to war, they went to a battle, and that's it. Because the Prophet ﷺ seen many things in the future. Allah showed him many of the things in the future. Come on, that's what we've been talking about. That is one of the things that he's seeing, Right. But the thing is, uh, and I know there is, uh, we don't know exactly because the hadith didn't focus on this part. So we don't know that is the prophet i talking about because he specifically mentioned horses and swords. Does that mean that something massive will happen that will destroy all the technology on earth? Allah knows best. We don't know. Maybe something will happen. Maybe God knows some, some war will take place. Some I, I I'm not trying to spook you or freak you out, but we're trying to speculate because the prophet never told us what will actually happen. That will lead us to just instead of riding cars or jets or fighter jets, right, or using guns or machine guns or snipers, it's going to be just swords and horses. Something will happen that will lead uh, the, 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 the 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 whole civilizations across the world to basically go backwards when it comes to using. Guns and using uh, weapons in general—it's gonna be just again horses and swords and spears and and bows and arrows. So, does that mean it's like one of these post-apocalyptic movies where all the you know? Because there's a lot of movies alluded to that that idea that you know all technology done because of massive events that took place and people now using swords and and and, and bows and arrows and horses. That this happen in, in many many of the things in the future, and again, this could be a thing that will take place. And and, and a lo- Actually, there's f- something very interesting that was said by Einstein. And, and and again, it's not like we follow Einstein's opinions. We don't. But he's a, a you know an intelligent, fairly intelligent gentleman who basically said something very interesting when he was asked, "What do you think will be used?" How, like he was straight up in a, in a press conference. This is actually on, online. You can look it up. It's a very famous quote of his. Oh, he was asked, what do you think the types of weapons that will be used in, in world war three? He's the very interesting answer. Again, we don't talk, take our sources from Einstein, but it's very interesting to mention. He said, I believe that I don't know what will happen in a third world war, but I believe in the fourth world war, people will be fighting or wars will be fought with stones and sticks or sticks and stones. Very interesting. again, he believes that the Fourth World War will be fought with sticks and stones. And many people are saying he basically means that the Third World War will cause the destruction of technology for the Fourth World War. Because he said, I don't know what will happen. How will people fight in the Third World War? And he's saying, he's basically implying that because of the Third World War, like maybe nuclear war, God knows, I do not know. Allahu A'lam, is just a pure speculation on my behalf, but maybe... Like a nuclear war will take place, and that's it. If nuclear war takes place, that means there's no technology. Everything will be melting, everything. God knows. We do not know. But he seems to be implying that. And he said, Third World War will take place maybe with modern weapons. We don't know. But fourth, I bet you that it will be sticks. And Again, Einstein is not our one of our sources, but it's very interesting that he comments like that when it's aligning with something that the Prophet said, which is swords and horses. This is very interesting, in my opinion and yeah may allah you know make it easy on us and may allah protect us from whatever the horrors of war that will take place in the future this is something we really wish not to be part of Okay, so now back to you know to, to what will happen. Uh, then uh, basically, what will happen is after the the, the Muslims and, and, and the Romans will win that war against the, the this common enemy, one of the soldiers, one of the people of, of the Western uh, armies will uh, start will, will will start shouting and will start saying uh, that the cross has won. The cross has won, and he's going to keep shouting and basically rubbing it in the face of the Muslims. And again, now, th- does that mean, and I don't want you to overthink this. If the Prophet didn't say it, don't ca- try to come up with a v- very deep analysis of why they did that. Is it Was it a pre-plan, or they, they had an agenda, that, uh, talking about the Romans, you know, before the battle? We don't know, actually. Again, nothing was mentioned to, to, to that would, you know, Imply that, but again, they, it seems like they will be rubbing it in the Muslims' faces by saying, astaleel, Oh, the, the cross has won, we won as Christians. And but then a Muslim uh, soldier will come and yell at him, and he said, No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger have won by making us win this battle. They will start, they will be on altercation, they will gonna start yelling at each other, fighting each other, and then there will be a duel taking place. Like that, the, the tension will rise between these two soldiers that a like a duel will take place. And again, the concept of a duel seems to suggest that there are no guns. It's just swords. A duel is, uh, I, don't, I don't think they're going to do it like, uh, you know, the old Western style, you know, with the cowboys. And, you know, uh, they draw their guns and, you know, try to f- whoever shoots first. I don't think this is going to be the case. Whoever shoots first. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case. It makes sense. Uh, So they will get into a duel, they will fight, and then the Muslim will win, and he will basically kill the the, the Roman soldier. Here is the tragic turns of event. Now, there was a fair duel, right? And then the the, the Christian will die because of that duel. But the Christian army or the, the Roman army will kill the entire... Muslim army that will be in the, not, not all the Muslims the, the the mini army of the Muslims that will be in the region they will kill all of them as a response to that duel it's like a betrayal like it's literally a betrayal so we, we had one of us fighting one of you because they both had you know fundamental issues with who won this battle uh, so it's going to be religious slash political and one of them won but they wouldn't take that defeat. So they will order the entire Muslim army to be slaughtered and all of the Muslim army will be killed. Again, this will happen in the future. We don't know when. We don't know the things, the the political events, the political agendas behind this, but this will happen. And when the Muslim army will be completely, uh, you know, murdered, and again, it's it's a betrayal. It's a betrayal. It's the, you, there's no way around this. This is a, a, a betrayal during, you know, a time of alliance. Though we the, we had an alliance with you, and you betrayed us because of a duel that took place. But anyway, so that will happen. And the Prophet told us that this will exactly happen. In the, this is all still in the land of Sham, by the way, in the region of Sham. This all is taking place now. When this takes place. The Romans will send a huge army. Again, the Christians of the West will send a huge army. The Prophet said there will be under 80 flags. 8-0. Eight 80 flags. Basically, it means there will be 80 countries from the West getting involved in this war. Do you guys now see what? what it, why is it called the greatest war of all time? 80 countries will send... The best of their soldiers. Many people actually, the Prophets tells us the numbers. The numbers. Each country will send twelve thousand soldiers. That will make a total of nine hundred and sixty thousand soldiers. If you know, multiply eighty uh, by 12,000, 900 and almost a million soldier coming to attack the Muslims. Basically, they're coming to conquer Sham too they will actually successfully go to a place called Dabiq. This is a a city in Syria, by the way. It exists. And they will go to fight the rest of the Muslims there. Can you dissect this for a second? This went from uh, an alliance against a common enemy, a little duel where the Muslim won, to betrayal, killing all the Muslims, to now a global massive-scale war. 80 countries from the West. Like, again, it's like the Crusades, right? 80 countries from the West, twelve, almost 12,000 soldiers from each country, meaning almost a million soldiers, a million soldiers coming to attack the Muslims at a place called Dabiq in Hashem. Now, the Mahdi at the time will have an established government. So the Mahdi will hear of this and he'll hear of the betrayal. He'll hear of, you know, The preparation for war Which makes me Again If you speculate That means there was Some sort of an agenda In the first place They were prepared They were you know Killing all the Muslims And Allah knows What will be the political climate then So the Mahdi will lead All the Muslims Imagine All the Muslims around the world Will come to al-Mahdi And they will be under One flag Islam Not a country Not Saudi Arabia Not Dubai Not Egypt No 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 countries here. One flag. Islam. And there will be a massive battle. Actually, not one battle. Battles. This is an actual war now. Battles. Here and there. There will be multiple battles. Massive battles. Look how catastrophic these battles will be. The Prophet ﷺ told us that there will, for, for every hundred soldiers engaging in battle, one will survive. Again. For every from every hundred soldier, one will survive. This is going to be a disastrous uh, event. There's no sugarcoating this. That's why the Prophet said it will be the greatest battle, not as a, a as as a form of praise. Greatest meaning the worst probably, the worst battle of all time. When a hundred soldiers engage in a battle, one will survive. From every one hundred soldiers one will survive here's how crazy this battle is from the amount of blood that that is being spilled in in, in, in the battlefields again like it's many battles many battles not just one many birds that the process describes that birds that will be flying on top of any battlefield above any battlefield will drop dead from the smell do you understand how crazy this is birds that are flying, over any of these battlefields where many human beings are being, you know, killed, those birds from the amount of smell, from the smell of blood, they will drop dead. They will drop literally from flying, they will drop dead on, on the ground. And, you know, now some people say maybe there's chemical things are getting involved. Well, Allah knows best, but they will, from the smell, the described, from the smell, they will drop dead. Now, smell of blood, maybe. Rotten bodies that the birds won't be able to take them from there. Because, again, it's massive. From every hundred, one will survive. 99 soldiers from every hundred will be dead. Rotten bodies, you know. So maybe that smell will cause the birds to literally drop dead. Now, here's something that's very interesting uh, that will take place during these massive battles. And by the way, it's said because of these battles, every per every household on earth hear this out every household on earth will lose family members many family members to the degree that some people won't have families anymore because of all of them going to war none of them coming back it's again war is an ugly thing and war is a disgusting thing but sometimes when it, when you're dragged into it what are you going to do you have to go to war. Same thing that we talked about. We, we we were talking about this in the last season. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in the Quran, told the Muslims at the time, the companions, I know, fighting in a war was written upon you, even though you hate it, but you have no choice. These people will spread ignorance and will spread paganism, and they will try to kill all the Muslims, talking about Quraysh, back in the day. So Allah saying, I know fighting war is not something that people would want in general and you talking about muslims you hate it kurhun lakum you hate that but you have to fight otherwise you will be wiped you will be destroyed and that is the reality of, of war you know so anyway when when all the, these uh, 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 you know tragic things will take place during these the, this massive war that will it's, again it's a massive global war uh um uh, some of the here's something very interesting some of the, the 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 christians of the west some of the romans will convert to islam willingly it's not like they will be held captured no during the battles from the west from the armies from the ranks of their armies from you know whatever their households There will be, and and Allah knows how they will be exposed to the truth of Islam or what's going to happen, but they will convert to Islam and they will go willingly to join the Muslims, to be in the Muslim land, you know, the part, the Muslim part of the lands during these wars, they will join the Muslims. Now, this will cause a massive outrage in the ranks of the Romans. There will be a massive outrage, like what, what's going on here? What's, what's happening? We're fighting them as enemies, and now you're joining them. And by the way, there will be a lot of them, a lot of reverts a lot, or, or converts. There will be a lot of them that will be noticeable. That amount will be so you know much or be so large that it will be noticeable to the leaders of these battles. Here's the interesting part. The Romans will ask the Muslims at the time to stop the war. And they will stop they will they will they will pause the battles and they will offer truce. They will say, you know what let's let's have some truce here. We, we don't want to let's let's cease fire. They will say listen, we're willing to stop this war but under one condition. Give us back uh, or hand us back those uh, Romans who converted to Islam. the Christians who became Muslims during this battle we want because they considered them as you know traitors. They basically said that they committed acts of treason and they should be you know handed back to us, and we will deal with them. Can you this is interesting. They wanted to make an example. and of course, if you again, we don't know that this was the case uh, for what I'm about to tell you, but it makes sense that they probably wanted to take them, make an example out of them, and then regroup and fight again. Yes, they claim that they will cease fire, but again, it's why would you stop the massive war because of that, right? Uh, but anyway, it's a speculation their intentions we don't know their intentions i'm just speculating here you know watch a lot of movies so maybe that's why but anyway uh th- th- this is something that basically will take place they will say we'll not going to continue war if you give us back those reverts or those converts and to that the muslims will have a very interesting famous phrase that the prophet ﷺ told us that will be said to them they will said never by Allah, we will never let you kill or harm our brothers and sisters in Islam. Look at this. These are brand new converts. These just converted from an army that used to kill the Muslims. Like probably days ago, they were killing or even you know, in the process of killing Muslims, they became Muslims. They went to the Muslim camps and the Muslims said, By Allah that will never happen We will never give them up We will never throw them under the bus We will never give them to so you can execute them And make an example out of them That's out of the question And then uh, of course The the, 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 the Romans will say "All right, if that's your choice We're going to continue war And the Muslim will say gladly And it shows you the amount of faith At the time There's no treason here There's no like oh Okay We're gonna give him away Take him Take him If you're gonna stop this No There is loyalty My Muslim brother My Muslim sister Won't be harmed And I won't let you And allow you To harm them Now The sad reality is You look at Our current state You look at Um What's happening to the Muslims Around the world And people are still You know Other Muslims Especially in the West They're partying Having fun You know Not a care in the world And it shows you that the, the, the attitude of a believer The Prophet ﷺ told us Muslims around the world Should be one body Like a one body One human body If one part If one part of that body Aches the rest of the body feels that pain. That's the, the, the basically the, the metaphor or the, the, the example that the Prophet was giving us, a profound one. Guess what? You and me were sitting here, and again, I, I am to be blamed more than you, but before any of you. We're here, we're sitting peacefully, we're going to work, we're doing this, we're doing that, I'm recording, you're listening, And but then there are Muslims who are suffering in China. There are Muslims who are suffering in Burma. There are Muslims who are suffering in Syria. There are Muslims who are suffering in France. There are Muslims who are suffering everywhere. In India, everywhere, you name it. Everywhere. And it's not like we should go on fight. We can't. This just doesn't make sense. However, think of them. At least, the least you could do make dua for them. Support them financially. There are, you know, if you go to many websites, there's like Islamic Relief, there is... Uh, I think, Help in Hand or Helping Hands, something like that. There's many non-profitable charity organizations that are Muslim that help these Muslims. If you have money, go donate. If you don't have money or if you're donating locally and you don't want to donate, make, keep them in your dua. That is the Try to change it. If you, if you are holding a political position and something can make a change, go ahead and make the change. If you can't, just your du'a is enough. Your du'a is enough. May Allah make it easy on them. May Allah make them, you know, go through this uh, with the least amount of casualties. May Allah make it, you know, more peaceful to them. You know, May Allah give them support and aid. Make these du'a's, these types. Again, every du'a is different. You can make whatever your own du'a in your own language, and May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept that du'a. But that is the, the unity that will, inshallah, be established or will be re established during the time of Al Mahdi. See, we're not, we, we can stop bloodshed right now, we can stop the war. Again, not, I wouldn't take the words for, for granted, but again, you're offering peace. We're not going to take it if that means we're going to sacrifice some of our new Muslims, which doesn't, at, the, at that time, they won't even be called our new Muslims, just our brothers and sisters in Islam. There's no new here, no labeling. They're just Muslims And this is something In my opinion Just fascinating And it shows you That, that amount of faith And that, that how the Muslims Will be towards that time Even though Unfortunately It will be a time of Massive war And a time of You know uh, Catastrophe And But what are you going to do Again it, it, That's what will happen And Allah ordained This upon us Allah willed For it to happen it's, Allah won't cause it But Allah willed For this to happen And yeah That's, that's what's going to happen But anyway So because of that, uh, the war will resume. The battle will resume and many Muslims again and many of the Romans will die, both sides. There will be countless lives that will be lost. And uh, here's the interesting part. Towards the end of these battles, again, we don't know specific, very detailed. These are many details that we know that will take place during that war. But we don't know like you know what c- cities will be conquered. well, there's one in specific that we'll get to. Uh, we don't know certain things that will take place. however this this the, 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 these things are enough to give you an idea that it will be very terrible and it will be very difficult and it will be very hard and it will be very uh, you know uh, tragic. but you have to you have to fight in these wars uh, because you are technically being forced. To fight otherwise, they will destroy you, destroy your home, destroy your families, and, and that is the reality of war. Now, towards the end of the battle, uh, the first third of the Muslims now, the, let's say the all the, Mus- the the huge, the massive Muslim army, uh, let's divide it into three thirds, right? The first third will flee the battle, so the last final battle, right? The biggest battle. The 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 climax, if you want to call it, they will flee. A third of the Muslims will flee, believe it or not. And the Prophet told us they will never be forgiven by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Can you imagine? Will never, because they will flee willingly. It's not like they will be scared and they they can't help it. No, they're gonna be like, yeah, we're out of here. It's not worth it. Something like that. They will flee the battle, and Allah shall never forgive them. This is coming from the Prophet Interesting and the the second third will be all killed will be all they will all be martyrs during the, the that massive final battle and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that they will be among the best of the martyrs so you know there were be there were martyrs during the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam there were martyrs after the time of the prophet there are current martyrs when it's in a battlefield and whatever The best of the martyrs are those, that third, that will die during the final war. These will be the best of the martyrs, subhanAllah. Now that leaves us to one last third. That one last third will be the third that will win the battle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will aid them and will make them destroy basically the enemy. And uh, they will win the battle. The Muslims will win by that but only with one third of the army. And they will take back Constantinople or it's Istanbul. So wait, wait, pause here for a second. What do you mean take back Istanbul? By the way, Istanbul is the, the capital of, of, uh, of Turkey. Isn't Turkey a Muslim country? Yeah. Isn't Istanbul a Muslim city that's filled with Muslims? It's it's predominantly Muslims. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean they will take it back? Well, apparently, and there's not a lot of detail about that. the The Romans they will conquer and they will take that, that city, the Istanbul, the city of Istanbul will fall and it will be captured by the Romans. The, the, the westerns It will be taken This is There's no denying that This is in the hadith of the Prophet It will be taken We don't know that circumstances Will it be taken before that battle Before that great war I, I find it If you want to speculate It will be taken during the war Because again They will go so deep Like the Prophet The Prophet told us this One of the Final Final minor signs of the Day of Judgment is when the Romans, the the, the the Christians of the West, will go so deep into the Muslim lands like sham and they will get close to Turkey. Now, if they go close to Turkey, they probably took uh, Constantinople or uh, you know uh, Istanbul uh, by you know today's terms Istanbul, and they probably captured it during that battle during that war you know, that these mini battles that took place in the beginning, maybe they captured it during the war. Maybe they did before. We don't know. Uh, We we really don't know when it comes to that. Now, here's the interesting part. So that apparently during that massive great war, Istanbul is now under the control or under the ruling of, of the Romans. And the last third, when they win that massive big battle, after they're done with the massive battle they will go back and basically the muslims will regroup and will go to take back uh, uh, istanbul you know from the romans and here's something very interesting and we we said this is one of the this is literally the final minor sign of the day of judgment taking back istanbul which is related to that great war so you can say that this last war this quote unquote Armageddon, this, uh, the greatest war of all time, you know, according to the Prophet, this will be the final, the final minor sign of the Day of Judgment. That will lead to, again, within that sign, within that big sign, there is the taking back uh, or, or conquering Istanbul. Now, here's something very interesting. In a narration of the hadith of the Prophet, authentic one, 70,000 of the new converts, Seventy thousand. That means there will be a lot of converts. By the way, if you think about it, a lot of converts. Seventy thousand of the new converts will head, will be led, and and had to, you know, take back uh, with with uh, led by the Mahdi. They will go to take back uh, Istanbul, in Turkey, and they will actually be they will be successful. They will take it back without a drop of blood. There actually will be no fighting. There will be no battle taking place to take back Istanbul. Now because of what happened in the massive war that the Muslims won, they probably heard this by now. Whoever the group is is you know capturing uh, Istanbul. And also a miracle will take place. Remember we said now miracles, supernatural stuff will start to take place. One of them was what? Remember? The earth is swallowing the the the, the Muslim army that will go to try to kill Al Mahdi. Remember that? That will be technically the first supernatural sign. The second one is about to happen right now now they will put the city under the siege so the 70,000 of the Muslims will surround the city of Istanbul because again they will build some sort of a fortress around it preventing anybody from coming and taking it which again interesting because if you think about it there is that Istanbul is is just blending in right now in our modern society is blending in like any city you know if you go from one city to another there's, there's no like walls separating the cities so for them to Surround the city. That means there must be a wall, and there will be walls. It's actually mentioned in the Hadith. That means it's things will take place. They will build walls to capture or to keep uh, to keep the uh, the city of Istanbul basically guarded and, and you know keep anyone from you know trying to uh, take it back. So very interesting little details here. So basically, they will go and they will surround Istanbul. They will surround the city. They're gonna keep shouting, Allahu Akbar about the new Muslims here the new converts and every time they shout a lot they will do it for three times every time they shout Allahu Akbar the walls will crumble that wall that's protecting the city or protecting the Romans in the city will crumble will crack and it will fall and then they're gonna say it again Allahu Akbar a second time and then the walls will crumble and then a third time the walls will crumble once the, this is a miracle this is a supernatural miracle once this happens, the Romans will surrender and they will know that these people have soup, some supernatural stuff and they already won the war and they will basically deliver and gave, give the keys of the city. If you want to call it metaphorically, of course, give the keys of the city to the Muslims, they will surrender and they will be taken as prisoners and interesting, right? So this will actually take place at the end of time. This is it. So that war will end that massive that like global massive war will end now when this happens there will be uh, celebrations of course you know halal celebrations of course you know uh and there will be victory uh and uh you know uh, th- there will be happiness incredible happiness that they won the war like i said the war will be very massive and it is going to have a heavy toll on the soldiers the muslim soldiers and everybody and once it's over then they will be able to breathe and you know celebrate uh, properly and w- once this happens they will hear a voice yelling by the way very loud voice for a voice to yell among the celebrations the must be and by the way it will be supernaturally loud and i'll tell you why a supernaturally loud voice will yell among the soldiers and they will say, Dajjal has come out. The Antichrist basically has come out and he's heading to your homes and he's targeting your families. Stop rejoicing. Stop celebrating and go check out the Dajjal or the Antichrist. So while the Muslims are having fun, they're celebrating, they're thanking Allah for the, the victory, an unnaturally loud voice will come and will say, stop celebrating, stop whatever you guys are doing right now, because guess what? The Antichrist has come out and he's heading to your homes and he's heading to your families. Do something about it. Now, why that, that voice will be supernaturally loud? Because that will be the devil, shaitan. Now, we don't know if it's Satan or one of his followers, like one of the his shayateen. We don't know. But we know that it will be, the Prophet tells us that it it will be the voice of shaitan. He will basically uh, uh, not be present. Like I don't think he will take the form of a human. He just will yell so people will pay attention really loudly. And the reason why he will say this, uh, because this is what will happen. Let's talk about the reasons in a second. So once they hear this, they will freak out. They will know because they know about the Jail. They know that. I mean, every Muslim will be warned against the or, or the antichrist. So, our Prophet tells us that uh, the Muslims, the, the Mahdi, will send 10 horsemen. Look at the Prophet describing them. They will be the best on earth. The best 10 horsemen that will ever exist. These 10. They will be incredibly fast, incredibly focused. They will go. To basically check out if that story is true or not, is the is the Antichrist out or not? And the Prophet said, Inni a'rifuhum," but basically I know their names and the names of their parents and the colors of their horses. What does that mean? The Prophet was told about their names by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and basically Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed the Prophet that whole scene taking place. Because the Prophet said, I know the colors of their horses. Like, I know, I see it, I saw it taking place, subhanAllah. The best horsemen on earth, they will go as fast as they can to check out. They will be scouts, basically, scouts. They will go and check out the the story, is is the Jal or, or the Antichrist, is he actually out or not? And this is something, subhanAllah, very, very incredible, very incredible. You know that that the Prophet knows to that level of detail, and again, he is a prophet from Allah. So what do you expect? So anyway, they will go and they will start scouting. They will start looking in in the land of Sham, and then they will they're gonna look everywhere basically, and they won't find him. They won't find him. Now, if they won't find him, why why did Shaitan or the devil? Why did he yell that? now that we don't know we don't have a, 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 an exact answer or an explicit answer but the, the scholars when they gathered multiple hadith they basically said regarding that this war they said that he was afraid that al mahdi and the muslims will further conquer more lands you guys understand so he wanted to basically make them panic and he wanted to put a stop or an end to their victory Trend basically, and he wanted them to stop. He wanted to freak them out. He wanted to delay them, you know, attacking other cities or, you know, winning even more or, you know, being more victorious. So that is one of the majority of the scholars actually. That's what they believe because, again, he wasn't there. They find out that he wasn't there. Here's the interesting part. Then they write back to tell Al Mahdi that, no, he doesn't exist. Like, uh, that that was fake. Whoever said that was not real. They were lying. Here's the interesting part. Once they come back and they inform al-Mahdi, hey, the, 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 the Antichrist is not there, he, he doesn't exist, he's not out yet, he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will let him out. He will actually show up. Now, I don't know the wisdom behind it, we don't know, but that's, that's what will happen. Once they come back and they will report to al-Mahdi, he will actually appear. The Antichrist will appear and he will come and he will go head truly for the homes. But again, shaitan did not want to warn the Muslims so they can protect themselves. No, he was trying to manipulate them, but Allah will will that at that time he will be unleashed on earth and the Antichrist will be unleashed on earth and he will go and basically aim for every single, house. not just the Muslims, by the way, he will go and and he will pass by every single spot on Earth, and it will be very dark times. And uh, the Mahdi will be informed; like they will actually know that. Oh no, he is actually there! Like again, it will be a global event. There will be no technology, by the way, but it will be a global event. That means word will spread really fast, uh, and uh, you know, uh, Al Mahdi and uh, the, the the people will actually be alerted or they will be warned that, hey, the gel is here, the Antichrist is here, and he's coming for you, he's coming for the believers, and he basically, his era on earth will begin. He will have an era or his age will begin on earth. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's uh, I know I left you with a big cliffhanger. Wallahi, it was not by design. But I thought if I start talking about the Antichrist, that will take multiple episodes and you're already, you know, it's going to be a start of, and we can't just talk about the Antichrist and then talk about the things that will follow. Because again, the 10 major signs that we, inshallah, will be the beginning of our uh, season six, inshallah, next year. And we will talk about what the jail will do, what the Antichrist will do little by little. And, uh, how this will all pan out and, and and what will happen and what will he do to the believers and who will join him because a lot of, a lot of humans, a lot of people will join him. What is he exactly? And all these things will answer that inshallah in the next season of Delving Into Islam podcast. My dear brothers and sisters, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, listening and being part of our you know what i consider our wonderful community here at delving into islam uh, podcast thank you so much and until we talk again and until you guys hear from me inshallah be safe and yeah um, we'll talk to you later inshallah As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.